Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I am your host, Joe Garrix, and we are coming to you today from the Circle Diner in Fairfield, where we are in between shows at the Fairfield Comedy Club with the wonderful Aaron Berg. Aaron, thank you for being here. Thanks, Joe Jarex. <laughs> <laughs> I said that once when I brought you on stage. I know, and I've never forgiven you. <laughs> Garrix. Well, it's good to have you. Like just the disease. Joe Garrix disease. Yeah, it's even worse than Lou Garrix. Yeah. Uh, you just look like this. Yeah, you look great. Well, thanks. You know, I've been uh, not working out and drinking too much, yeah, so it's, it's, it's working for you. It looks off. good on you. So, uh, yeah, we were talking earlier uh, a little bit uh, just about how your style of comedy is uh, not unique um, per se, but more limited. You, uh, you know, you really interact with the crowd. You're not very PC. Right. And, uh, and you know, you were saying that there's less people that are kind of going in that direction yeah. uh, these days. So I was just kind of curious to you, uh, for you in terms of a career standpoint, you know, what are the challenges uh, that come with that or what are the opportunities that come with that? Uh, I think right now now the opportunities are increasing because of the limitations put on it so it's like when everything's expected to be PC if you're working outside of that bubble you're gonna really find an audience which is working um, the limitations are like I'm not good for Fallon you know and it's yeah. like I I'll audition for Fallon and then I did it recently and I was like I had a good set but I'm like oh this is not for me like it's just not it doesn't suit my style it doesn't showcase the best of what i do so it was really limiting uh, so those things and but the beautiful thing is you don't need the industry anymore and that, that's been like a five or six year old thing that Pat oswald made very clear years and years ago before he went like totally bad shit but it's like uh you you don't need to work within the context of the industry so you get to make your own way which is something that i always wanted to do and I, I'm really fortunate to have a home where, like, I can't lose my job because I work at Compound Media. So it's like whenever we get in trouble, that only gets us a raise. So, <laughs> so uh, you're almost encouraged to, yeah, to go further and, in that and direction. And it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm taking a quote that Ari Shafir said that Joe Rogan then recycled. But it's like it's a great time to do comedy again because it's dangerous again. You can lose everything in the snap of a finger, you know? Yeah. It's like, and... I've had those run-ins where you're like, oh my God, they're going after your bookings and they're going, and that's what people do now because they want to push out funny people and make places for themselves if they're not that deserving of it based on politics or protest. And yeah. it's a really, uh, it's a cool time to be doing comedy, which I don't think it was for a while. Yeah. And it's cool to watch you because, you know, what you do is it's edgy and exciting and, you know, it, you become part of the show. Like it's, well, you don't become part of the show, but everyone becomes part of the show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess... I don't know. While I think there is that like opportunity to kind of capture people because you are, I guess, more on the outskirts now of what's accepted generally or, or yeah. standard. Um, you know, at the same time, you know, it's working because you're funny. You know, it's not yeah. like if somebody just went up there and, you know, was just uncouth and, you know, not PC. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think there would be an audience for that necessarily. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it, it's been years. I'm almost at 18 years now where it's like, uh, you know, you can... It, the goal was always like just be able to go up with thoughts and turn those thoughts into something funny. And then, you know, now I have an act that I fall back on that's not really an act. It's just like sh making shit up in the moment with some fallback lines and stuff. But um, I, I think that the goal of it the goal of comedy is to you know offend and be provocative and, and be prurient and and but still be funny yeah 
Yeah. And has it always been like that for you? Um, I mean, in terms of when you started, was that your style or did your style kind of develop in that way? Uh, yeah, I think I was always, I always thought it'd be more fun to be outside the system and then see what the system kind of gives you, which is like, you know, I'm, I'm still, I can still do some TV stuff, but it's like the rest of it, you, you don't really need to. But even when I was early on, I always wanted to work differently than the rest of the comics out there. Yeah. Well, when we were coming up and, you know, doing that and kind of being on the outside, doing things that are different, um, you know, maybe before you had kind of developed the following that you have, uh, you know, was that, you know, more challenging at that point? Yeah, because you're like, oh, maybe I'm too dirty. But then I think after a while when it's like, when there's a a whole club full of people and they're all dying laughing, like, okay, this, I'm on the right track. So I just have to keep working in, in this style. But I mean, you want to constantly evolve too. And I want to be more honest and I want to have stuff that I haven't said before come out. I can feel when I'm on stage and I kind of go into autopilot where it's like, oh, okay, I've been killing for like 12 minutes with brand new ideas and just talking to people and being really genuine. And then there's a time where, you know, if something drops off, I'm like, oh, I got to get laughs. Like, I'm still a laugh addict. I still need those laughs all the time. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, it's harder to grow like that. So you try and shake that off. But I also went through phases where I was really okay with silence and I wasn't getting the laugh every 10 seconds or every eight seconds and and i was fine with that too so i think you just want to grow and and i think now it's uh comedy is really important right now where you have to be able to push and you and you have to be able to upset people because people get upset so easily now yeah i just read kevin brennan just put on facebook he goes how long until they outlaw the song white christmas I did want to ask you, you know, one question. I always like to kind of turn things um, and end with kind of one random question or something that might be a little inappropriate or uncomfortable. And I don't know if uh, if you'll have an answer to this question, but has there ever been a time where you made a joke that you later regretted or felt like, ah, you know, I wish I hadn't said that one? Uh, no. Never. Never one. No. And I'm also, one of my faults is like I never apologize for comedy. So I, I know that that ruffles some people's feathers and uh but it's more like you get in trouble more on twitter and facebook now than you do saying something on stage which yeah. isn't because there's no context online you know so people don't get uh the persona behind it people don't get the intonation behind it so i, I get more trouble on twitter or facebook than i do in a club the other night i was like okay let's do a rape joke and there was a big movie star at the back from baywatch or something and I'd ask someone, I was like, let me know what her face does throughout this set. Thank you very much. My egg white omelet and turkey bacon oh, just came. Oh, that good. With white toast that I may have one piece of. White toast, still legal. Yeah, white toast. The best toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, so I uh, I said, Who, let's do a rape joke. And one girl in the front just goes, No. And I go, well, that's how it gets started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you love when they just set you up like that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, look, Aaron, I want you to uh, enjoy your egg white omelet. I also want to thank you for being here. Uh, but before I, uh, I let you, well, you're already into the turkey bacon. But before mm. you get into that omelet, uh, where else can people find you? Uh, in Hot Water, Monday to Thursday on CompoundMedia.com and on Twitter at Aaron Berg Comedy. 
And guys, I have to recommend, if you haven't seen Aaron live before, uh, he is definitely someone that you should catch. It's uh, always a blast. Aaron, pleasure to have you here, uh, both at Fairfield and on the podcast. Thanks so much. Thanks, Joe. Peace. Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast, and thanks to our sponsors, Light Switch Advisors, your one-stop for on-demand digital marketing services, from boosting your Instagram followers to building a new website. Light Switch Advisors has you covered. They do our website. Let them do yours. Visit lightswitchadvisors.com slash hustle. And, of course, our footwear sponsor, Vans. Get your cool, casual footwear on the cheap with Vans. Match your own personal style. Customize. That's what I love to do. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you soon.